Hello and welcome to the Rafaz Comedy Podcast. I'm Sarah Bridgman and today's episode is all about online gigging. I'll have a chat with you and then I'll be having a talk with my new comedy buddy, Lucy Orchard. So hi ruffians, I hope you're well. I can see from the analytics, sorry I'm not quite sure how to say that word, analytics, analytics, that we have listeners from all over the world and normally in Britain we say hi, how are you, it's a pleasantry but right now I really mean it, I hope you're well. I'm based in Wales, UK, and the coronavirus hit us in that we went into lockdown in mid-March and it's now mid-May. It's been slightly lifted for England, but for Wales, Scotland and Northern Ireland, it is very much the lockdown world. In Wales, we are allowed to go out more than once and some of the drive through takeaways are now open, but mostly apart from essential shops, it's all closed and we're not allowed to, like, I'm in Swansea, I'm not allowed to just drive to Cardiff, which is 50 miles away, for no good reason. I'd be allowed to if I was working there, which I'm not, but I'm not allowed to go and, like, see my friends. Anyway, so most stuff is closed and it means that all the pubs, the clubs, any venues that would have comedy is now closed. And it looks like these types of venues will be the last to reopen. There's a lot of speculation. No one really knows. People are guessing October, November. Who knows? The largest comedy festival in the world, the Edinburgh Festival, has been cancelled for this year. And when we do come back, some clubs just might not make it. They just might not be around. So what does that mean for comedy in the meantime? In the beginning of the lockdown, when everyone was panicking and buying toilet paper, some of the pro acts uh, were saying that there was no way they were going to gig online. It's not the same without the audience. And then there are other pro acts, they're just making it work for them. Stuart Goldsmith is notable in that he really took to online performing pretty much straight away. He uh, developed a show called Online Sofa, I think it's called. And uh, and he also does Chops Comedy on a Tuesday night, along with David Hoare. And uh, that's worth checking out. Um, that's online on Facebook. And so did some of my local comedy buddies. Ignacio Lopez started doing a quiz straight away. And he's also performing his online special next week on Facebook. So that'll be on the 26th of May 2020. And Chris Chopin has a YouTube show with his partner and also Drew Taylor and Simon Emanuel created an online panel show called Falls a Crowd, if you want to check that out. If you're a female act, there's Funny Women, Time of the Month. That is all online. I urge you to check that out. It's a great resource and it's great to have lots of female acts as solidarity, to be honest. Looking at the analytics again, we have about 20% women listening to this. I would love it for one day to be 50-50. So equality, wouldn't that be cool? Anyway, I did an open mic this week that is normally based in Indiana called The Drop. So thank you so much. It was really fun and for me, very exciting. I'm like, oh my God, I'm gigging in America <laughs> while actually being in my uh, spare room. So in, in terms of the comedy world, in the first few days of the lockdown, I thought, you know, in terms of rough as, I thought, oh, great. I get to have some time off from running the club. But a couple of the ruffians suggest that we go online. Uh, two ruffians, in fact, that have never been online to take part. Uh, where were you guys? <laughs> you were, or peeps, I should say, folks. You asked for it and then you disappeared. Anyway, I did some asking about and I want to say thanks to Sam Smith because um, I asked him about Zoom and Twitch and he recommended Zoom. And Sam Smith, not the singer, by the way, he is a, a comedian based in Cardiff. He recommended Zoom. He's quite techy uh, compared to me. He is also in a comedy club called What's in the Box. And that's Reese Williamson's brainchild. But uh, it's an improv night. Uh, you should check that out on Facebook as well. But because Sam was running it, he was they were doing it in a Zoom room and running it through Twitch TV asked him about it so he gave me some valuable advice so thank you so much um so what what i do is i run the club the comedy club through zoom i um i ended up paying for zoom so that we weren't cut off at the 40 minute mark and i have all of the acts in some um regular audience in the zoom room and then i run it through youtube and that's just because it's easier to manage the audience in the first week 
Um, we did a run through and then we, we had one week where it was just the usual ruffians and that was fine. We had about 20 in the room. But the following week, we had some people from America and from Malaysia and all over the world. And they obviously told people and it meant we had about 45, 50 people in the Zoom room. And that was hard because I just couldn't figure out how to, you know, there was some noise going on. Some people are dogs, some people are babies. And I was going, can you mute yourselves? And they weren't. So that was that was harder to manage. So if you have a club that you run, you're like, how do I do it? That's how I do it. And I find that that's the easiest. So the recording gets taken down the day after, though, as many of the acts are new or they're trying new stuff. And I want it to be as close to real life refaz as possible so it just doesn't need to stay up online i'm not after <laughs> number of watches on youtube you know i'm not after trying to make money off it i'm very against nights where they're clearly making money off the back of people who are just starting out in comedy and i'm I'm kind of against i'm well, not kind of i am against any night that um, makes money off an act and the act doesn't get paid which is essentially what's happening but we do have an advert on YouTube, just have something up so that if you search Rafa's comedy, you can find it. And we've got an advert on there so you can see what it's like. And if you wanted to have a spot on Rafa's comedy, um, all the details are on there or on the Facebook page. So how to perform online. If you're like, oh, my God, I'm missing comedy so much. I really miss my, you know, my comedy pals. And like cause our local comedy club, you know, I really miss all many of the faces that come to the club i haven't seen them since the lockdown because they just don't want to be online or they you know they've got we've got other things to worry about let's face it you know a lot of them are shielding and uh, which means they stayed at home because they if they did catch it they it would be curtains for them so you know miss those guys and i really would love to see more people you know come perform online but i can understand the barriers but from my experience here's what i found so here's some hints and tips number one have material okay um you know you write your material if you're an act that kind of has always just wung it and you know think oh, i'll just banter off the audience that's the one thing you can't do on online for me, it's similar to like I've done a lot of radio. I've been on Radio Wales as um, a comedian, as um, a funny news or weird news commentator on a Sunday morning. I've done, I did that for over three years, three, four years in the end. And it, and it's very, to me, it's very similar to radio in that in my mind, I have someone I'm talking to or if you're in a Zoom room and they spotlight you, you can't see, you see your face and you see some of the other acts. And I would look for an act that was a positive act, you know, and maybe you can say, look, when I perform, you know, if you've got a buddy in the room, you could say to them, right, when I perform, I'm going to be looking at you. Can you smile? <laughs> Even if you're not keen on my material, can you smile for me, please? Because I can help with your confidence then and with your, um, just with you, you feeling a bit more positive about the whole thing, really, to help you perform better. But have material, you know, and if you're someone that goes, I, I go up with no material and I just bounce off the audience. Maybe consider writing material. So um, have material, give it a bit of a pause. Even if there isn't laughter, it gives a bit of space for it. So try and not let any background noise put you off. It's okay to have notes. That's one of the things I love about online performing is that I can think of stuff right up to the time I'm it's my go really if there are other acts that are performing I think oh right, I can you know maybe think of something or up to any point really you can check it down and say it. it doesn't really matter yeah so it's okay to have notes but maybe try not to read off them too much you know have an idea of what you were going to say because every time you look down you're breaking connection with with the audience and although you can't feel it too much um like you would in a room they are watching people are watching even if it's only one person watching it's fine <laughs> um if you don't hear any laughter because there's there's some out there where they mute everyone apart from the person performing now i haven't been on any of those gigs but i have heard a tale of people at those gigs and i've heard it's grim 
I was on a comedian's group where this comedian was doing new material. He had to mute everyone because there was just two, there were about 60 odd, 65 people in the room. And, you know, there were people making noise and we couldn't figure out who it was and they weren't turning it off. So he's like, right, I'm going to have to mute everyone. So he had to do it to silence. But he could see us all and you can see if people are laughing. You could see if people are watching and their shoulders are going or they're smiling. They're giving positive affirmation. It doesn't have to be the noise of laughter, although it is preferable. You know, and he just performed as he would um, and gave a little pause where the laughter would be. So try not to let it put you off if there's no noise at all. People are watching, but maybe it's being... Um, zoomed elsewhere maybe it's been broadcast elsewhere like Rafaz is and maybe people are are enjoying it or maybe your jokes just aren't good enough and that's for you to decide if there are people that could be laughing if they had the opportunity and they're not and you're not hearing anything then you know maybe you have got to go oh right okay maybe they were my crowd as a normal open mic night or maybe it was oh actually (laughs) I, I forgot to put a punchline in um, and look at the medium, you know, online gigging. It's great for visual jokes. And so you can be creative. Now, I um, put in a little video for Belly Laughs, um, which is like an online fundraiser uh, created by Mark Olver. And it's generally in Bristol or the Southwest, but they did one for Cardiff. Yeah, I just thought, you know, and the, the brief was it could be anything about Cardiff and I knew some people would be doing stand-up, some people would be doing just a like a, hey, this is what I think about Cardiff. But I just thought, I bet a lot of people will just be doing like a face to camera and I wanted to be a bit more creative. So I wrote a poem, <laughs> terrible cheesy poem, but I just did a little video on this app using lots and lots of downloaded pictures from the internet and they're ones that are common, you know, pictures that you're allowed to use. So... And I was just thrilled. I learned how to use this app and I'm like, brilliant. That's that's another way to be creative. With uh, Zoom, you, you've got the option of using a virtual background. And in the American open mic night I did last night, there was a guy doing a character set in a gun shop. And it really added to the sketch he did. I thought he was really funny um, because you, you could rec- you could recognize straight away. Oh, yeah, he's a gun enthusiast. He's in a gun shop. Right, okay, fine. And it just added then to, to his script. It was really funny. So no one is saying that you have to gig online either. But I would say don't knock it till you've tried it and decide for yourself. Give it a go. So personally, I'm finding there's more positive than negatives. But then I'm not relying on comedy for my income. I know from personal experience how scary it must be for acts to effectively be made redundant. I've always worked in jobs where there's a threat of redundancy and I've been self-employed for the last three years now. So if you're self-employed, there's always a, a threat that you're going to lose your livelihood or you can't get employed. But I do appreciate that the comedy um, industry overnight has just stopped. It hasn't disappeared, it's just stopped. But it's barely stopped. It's online, <laughs> guys, it's online. <laughs> and, and audiences that love comedy want to support it as well so they are looking people are looking we're we're all stuck in our houses we're all looking for ways to be entertained you know there are people that love to find new acts they love to be there right from grassroots level so you know don't don't put yourself off by going it's online don't do it from what i can see the only hurdles really are the oh gosh you know what about it's not the same you hear some laughter it's not the same as being in a room it's not the same energy as being in a room but it's it's all right for now it's it's okay until we're all allowed back out there next up i uh talked to a new act lucy orchard uh she well she mentions as we're discussing that she did a a course the amused moose course which is a great course i believe here in britain it's in london and lucy raves about it she loves it and um just as she's like ready to get out there and gig a little heart the lockdown occurred and she'd only done a few gigs before the lockdown and she's like but i don't want to give up gigging so she's done loads of gigs online and all over the world 
So I wanted to get her perspective on how she has found online gigging. So here we have Lucy Orchard. Uh, I'll be back at the end to say goodbye. Thanks. Hello, Lucy. Hello, Sarah. So, um, yeah, so thanks for doing the podcast. So, um, yeah, so tell us, just to start off, tell us a bit about yourself. Because I, I get the impression you're new to comedy, but I'm frequently wrong. <laughs> um, yes, I took a sabbatical off truck driving to focus on comedy and give it a go. And I thought, well, if I give it a good hard go at yeah. the very beginning... Mm-hmm. Then I can then go back to doing um, paid work <laughs> and work out an equilibrium. Yeah. So I took some time off and the world ended. So yeah. I actually I did a comedy course in London in January called Amused Moose, mm-hmm. uh, run by Marcus Birdman. And that, that ended February 9th. And I managed to get 14 gigs in, in about four weeks. Yeah. I, I was everywhere. And anywhere and everywhere that would have me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the and then and then the world ended. I'm not being furloughed. I can't, I can't get any self-employment. I am going to have to go back to work. But I just thought I would try and do as many online. I've done more online gigs now than I've done real ones. Well, this is why I wanted to interview you particularly because you came on to Refaz. And your comedy is good, don't get me wrong, but I'm just like, I can spot a newbie and I just thought, oh, you're quite new. So that you'd be great to talk to. Yeah, I've just, I've, I've even having a day off, I still end up doing one online gig somewhere. Um, so hang on, just tell me a bit leading up to you doing the course. Um, tell us a bit about why did you want to get into comedy in the first place? I've wanted to get into comedy for many, many many, many, many years. And mm-hmm. I remember seeing Rod Gilbert do an interview on Graham Norton where he talked about meeting Greg Davis on the Amused Moose course. Oh. So I made a note of it. And in just nine years, I did it. Oh, wow. And like that. Thought it, looked it up, waited nine years, <laughs> did it. Bang, bang. So how was the course? Because well, I've looked at the Amused Moose. Is that with Logan Murray, that one? Um, it's now with Marcus Birdman. Right, right. Because it the used to, because I got Logan Murray's book, Marcus Birdman, right. <laughs> so what was the course like? Did you enjoy it? Did you think it was worth doing? I'm going to use that. I'm going to use the U word um, that's been banded around a lot. It was unprecedented, love. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I keep it's... getting the emails. I'm like, I've been doing it 10 years. I, I, I'm someone who's, I'm a teacher. I'm very much do the fucking courses you will learn something well that's just it i'm ex-teacher well once it's like being alcoholic isn't it yeah <laughs> once yeah. a teacher always a teacher you could tell couldn't you <laughs> hey guys Rafa. right everyone shut up we're doing this <laughs> raise your hand and you sit down and i do i like the i like the rules and the mm. um traditional um standards that it's made very clear when you start off in comedy uh, mind your P's and Q's, stand out of the way of the hallway of the of the older ones. If they talk to you, be grateful, but don't annoy them. You know, you're allowed five minutes. If you do 30 to 55 minutes, you may be considered to be allowed to attend. Da, 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 da. Well, guess what, love? Coronavirus can change my world. Right. So I've already done a 10 minute spot. Right. Um, I have got, I've worked on another two five minute um, sets. I'm using every opportunity I can to write. I'm doing further online courses. Mm-hmm. I'm biting the hand off anybody that will give me any stage time, even if it is through a, a, a webcam, mm. because I understand it must be difficult when you are fully well paid, um, you know, £100, £150 a night comedian. Sorry, you know, that you're going to have to get off your... the audience. That's what I've seen yeah. pro act saying. It's like, oh, no, I can't perform online. I want to feed off the audience. And I'm like, I, my view is if you're pro, and a lot of these acts have been going 20 odd years, like if you're a pro, people need to laugh right now. You need to learn how to use the equipment and yeah. figure it out, figure out a way to make it work because people want to laugh right now. They need your expertise. I think you're right. It's it's benefited people like yourself and myself in that. Oh, if we want to, you can sit down. Right. I think. Um, what do you think about performing online? I know it's difficult because you you didn't have many gigs beforehand to compare. But I, I well, the thing is, I used to um, run gigs right um, in the music world, and then yeah. when I moved from running gigs in the music world, I went to driving for gigs in the in the music world. So 
I feel I do feel comfortable on stage because I've put the stage there. I've brought the stage to the back of the truck. I've done the cloakroom. I've done the bar. I've done the ticket. I've done every job in that room except to stand on the stage and tell the jokes. So that's why I don't go <gasps> when I am on stage. And I'm very fortunate for that. But doing the online, I have done a ridiculous amount of online and I've been able to see how each individual place does it. Right. And I can see how some people do it well and some people don't do it well and what, what others could bring in. Because I'm in a fortunate position where I have done so many different ones. Right. That's and when brilliant. You, when you're running your own Zoom night, you haven't got fucking time to do somebody else's. No. <laughs> Whereas I've now done, um, I've done the, the Malaysia, I've done yours, um, I've done a private one, I've done three in Detroit, that one, that one, that one. I've done about 11 different countries. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. Um, That's so much fun. And the one I have to say that really um, sort of hits it home out of the park is the one in South Bend, Indiana. Right. And the thing is that you they open the room an hour before showtime. Right. I'm writing these down now, Lucy, right? Tips <laughs> <laughs> and tips. Right, good. So they open the because room early. Yeah. It's, it's, it's given the heading of workshop. So for me, I would say to them, guys, do you know the word Marmite over there? And they'll say, no. I'm like, right, you won't be using that joke tonight. It's a shame. It's one of my fucking strongest bollocks. Mm. Um, or I'm going to use a restaurant gag. You know, do you have this one? And they'll go, I'll oh, use TGIs. And we'll, we'll, or I, um, last night I did my set and then we tweaked it and I was happy with what I did. But it also gives the comedians time to piss about with each other right so i'd be hearing oh sarah it's still christmas is it I mean look at your house i can see the lights in the back and you'll be like oh sod off lucy <laughs> and and because then when we finally stream the zoom yes it's it's a youth club ah. it's not a doctor's surgery right so when you go up and you say that joke that we just workshopped on, we're all like, hey, you fucking landed that one. Nice one, love. Everyone's yeah. on the chat board going, Sarah, you fucking legend, you landed that. And it becomes a group mentality like you would have at a comedy club where yeah. there are ones where they do it purely through Facebook. You have yeah. to turn the stream off. They ring you. And the only thing you've got is what we're looking at now, dual screen. Yeah. So I'll do a joke. You'll be trying to get the next person queued up and you'll be working away. I'll make a joke. And if you raise your eyebrow, that joke's <laughs> staying in. <laughs> That's as much as interaction. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you, you get yeah. the ones where everybody has to have their cameras and microphones off and only the person performing is on. So horrible. That's so horrible. Oh. And then... Um, I don't know what it is about the one in Indiana, but people understand if you've got TV or kids or a dog or a partner with no respect, (laughs) mute yourself. Otherwise, laugh, chuckle, chip in. Yeah. It's it's meant to be a comedy shop. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm writing this down. (laughs) Even though I'm recording it, I'm writing it down as well. But yeah, it's just it's it's just that that time before curtain up where we are dicking about and it's so important because the zoom rooms aren't huge but there are a lot of people in there and to have those people already <laughs> already on board let's go Woo-hoo! yeah that get that feeling from everyone's performance not just hi my name's lucy i'm on second and go yes yes so you know with the workshop so when you say they open the room early for you guys to workshop do audience like trickle in at the same time or are they told to come in later no so what they do is they have performers in the zoom room Mm -hmm. and then they stream it through facebook right um, youtube for yourself so the audience um can interact and there are some, you know, I think there are some audience members in the Zoom, but it's more about, because what they love in America is they don't say no at nine. Oh, no. They don't say no at nine? Oh, no. right, right. So, Sarah, you'll be you'll be on 25th. Oh, my God. <laughs> and everyone's got five minutes. And it's the middle of the night. Fucking hell. 
That's what's put me off. I'm like, I'm trying to be healthy. I've got weight to lose. I'm, I'm um, eating, you know, uh, whole food plant. But you know, all this stuff that I've been saying for years, I wish I could just stop the world for like an hour, for a week. And then like oh, for a month, I wish I could just stop everything for a month and do these things. Now the world, after the first three weeks initially of panic buying and eating, I spent the next three weeks going, right, I'm never going to have this time again. All these things I've been saying, I've wanted the world to stop, I'm doing. So one of those things is um, I've been vegetarian, vegan-ish for donkey's years, and now I'm working on being whole food, plant-based food, which isn't easy. You have to cook everything, you know, there's, there's <laughs> very little, you know, and trying to be no processed food, trying to, you know, and be healthy enough to lose weight, which means you've got to get your sleep in. So a lot of these American nights that are like fucking middle of the night, I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not keen enough to do that. <laughs> well, the one in Indiana is uh, starts at midnight, mm. and I, I usually sidestep out at one because they know the time difference. But because it was my birthday yesterday, oh, happy um, birthday! Thank you very much. Everybody just kept starting their set with "Happy Birthday, Lucy." And being That's British so nice. meant I couldn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They think I'm rude. Yeah, and then, and then I'm really tired, so I'm yawning. But I can't. My, I can't turn my screen off because I'm British. That would be rude. So I go. Trying to stifle these yawns, and then I need a wee or I need to get a drink. But it's like because I'm British, I don't know when I can. All right, no, that guy's going to do a set about something or other. Now, if I leave during that set, is that because I don't find him funny? Right. Or if a woman's performing and I get up and leave, does that mean I'm not supporting my sistership? So I'm sat there rocking back and forth. First, you <laughs> needed a wee. But <laughs> because, <just> because, <laughs> because we're so polite, I'm like, I can't leave. <laughs> yeah, I'll just clean. I'll just wee. I'll clean the chair later. No one can see me. <laughs> Which is why I keep trying to say to the Americans, like, have you heard of an interval? <laughs> There's this little thing we do in Britain. It's called having a break. Yeah, it's just you know, just five minutes, just five, just five. So do they think that basically they're like it's for the it's for the comedians? Who cares about the audience? Or is it they're just like oh yeah, the audience will just sit through all of it? It is for the comedians. The the woman that is co-owner of the actual physical comedy club that it's replacing. Uh, she is so concerned about all the comedians because she's a comedian herself. Mm. She's worried about the comedians not keeping up their performance and their creativity and their gang mentality right. um uh, my mate um <laughs> my mate jason spitzberg and runs one in detroit and he said it's a methadone clinic for comedians yes that's so clever that's so true because it's so addictive it, you know it's so addictive uh comedy I, I to the point where i thought am i I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, sort of encouraging people to do comedy. <laughs> but because cause there's more of a gang feeling, mm. if if I tell a joke that is funny, people will laugh out loud because you will do that in turn for them. It's a little right. bit more musical theatre. Right. Because um, if it's like a pinned, just a single screen, it's nice to hear those... <laughs> yes. Those those noises and it's not being put on. You just accentuate it a bit more. Mm. And then if a joke isn't right or slightly borderline ism of some sort, yes. um, people will just be like, "Oh," and you will right. get that. It's a feedback thing. Right. So those are the best ones in Indiana or in Detroit, yeah. But yeah. Indiana particularly. Yeah. What's the difference to the British clubs then that you've done? People have to be muted because people uh... can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn you! Well, it's interesting because at Egg's gig the other day, he had like sixty-five people on board. He would have had more, but I think um, there's something wrong with the mailing system. Right. he's got his own he's over 10 years you know he's generated his own audience he's done the impossible which is you know to email everyone get them to keep coming to his gigs and they do you know and he's really popular and um so he had 65 in to listen to new material but because of the noise he, he was like right we're gonna have to mute everyone so he had to do it you know to pretty much just his girlfriend in the other room who's probably heard these jokes a million times or you know while he's creating them and 
I think somebody suggested to me with Rafaz, which kind of worked for a bit, but I think the one we did last week is the first one that didn't work that way. And I'm like, right, I'm going to have to try and think of something else then, um, which is just to have a few people laughing. And I did invite a group of Rafaz audience who are, when we're, you know, when it's not lockdown, they come regularly. Some of them are performers as well. And I was hoping they'd come into the zoo room to laugh, but most of them went onto YouTube so they could chat to each other while the thing was on, which is absolutely fine. But it meant but this really... is boring. But in Zurich, mm. when mm. I joined the Zoom room, they it said you've been made um, a panel and participant on Zoom. Right. So you get given a subcategory. So you oh. know when you click up the chat bit and it says to everyone or to Sarah Bridgman privately. Yeah. You could choose whether or not you were going to message the panel or if you were going to message the panel and the um, performance, which means that then there would be a chat room facility in Zoom for artists and there'd be a chat room facility in Zoom for the audience. So I'm trying Mm -hmm. to pick, I know, I'm trying (laughs) to pick up all these things. I only learned how to spotlight a video this week. I'm like, I'm learning (laughs) so many new, when it all first kicked off, like in Rafat, that, that's what I was, I think I went, drifted off. But the a couple of the ruffians who have never been on one single Zoom room suggested that we do online when it all kicked off. I was like, great, I'm going to have a break because I'm the only one that's always on every single frigging one. And then they were like, oh, we should do it online. I'm like, I've got to try because I, I was concerned about like the regulars. There's people that they just love it so much and they come to it often and you know, and the acts as well, and it gives a place people somewhere to go for their creativity and stuff. I was just, I'm like, I've, got, I've just got to do it. Then I was going to have, I thought, I didn't think this well, would still be in lockdown for a start. It's it's like yoga, isn't it? The minute we all thought we don't have to go to our yoga classes anymore because <laughs> of lockdown, but and then they all went online. Bloody doing all bastards! God damn it. <laughs> I'm enjoying it though I'm really I'm glad actually I've taken it back down to one a month because it was getting a bit much doing it weekly and Di from who does his night Joke in the Oak he said yeah lovely Di's having me on tonight as well yeah yeah which is fantastic so um so yeah when everyone was like going on online yeah I think it's great I think a lot it's interesting to see people's reactions to it as well I perform on gallery view Right, so you can see everyone's faces. Because, fun fact, doing yeah. a live performance, I black out. I'm there, but I'm not there. Right. Because, you know, we've got those huge, you know, thousand candle... <laughs> Sorry, Rod. Yeah. <laughs> those thousand <laughs> candle lights in our eyes. Yeah. You can't. You can make out shapes. It's like having... It's like dropping acid and having a blackout or something right. you've got your head running through did i include that beat am i moving on to that next joke properly stop walking around the stage so much put your hand down by your side stop fiddling with the cable now i'm about to do this da, 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 da. you've got so much going on in your head i don't have enough room just to to hear laughter or right. see shapes and then i'll watch the recording back and i'm like oh they did laugh <laughs> yes yeah, but you're so new. You're yeah. so new. Um, you know, I can do in. gallery view on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, record it. Yeah, because I have another laptop, and I'll put the and I'll put the camera on the on it on gallery view, and it's fascinating. I can go, oh, he liked that one. Oh, she didn't. <laughs> right, and do you know what? You can't always tell. Like in in real life. I've had gigs where I'm like, oh, I, re- I remember specifically a specific gig where there were three guys at the front. They all looked miserable as sin. I thought, they're hating this. And afterwards, they all came up and said how much they enjoyed it. And I'm like, well... Tell your you, face. Yeah. <laughs> could you not have mentioned it to your laughter box? It, you know, it's crazy. So you can't... You just can't tell at all. Even, you know, because sometimes people laugh out of politeness. Or they laugh because they're feeling awkward because it's all their issues. Well, in in um, in comedy clubs, we need them to laugh out loud, yeah. And they're all in blackness. Um, yeah. Whereas in a Zoom, if you watch it on gallery, if you make somebody and, do a, a chuckle, you yeah. can see them do a chuckle. You yes. can see them move. Yeah, and, and then, getting them to learn how to do the the deaf clap as well is brilliant. You know, if you've yes. got if you've got Shaking a kid hat, and a dog, hands, isn't it? 
Yeah. Who jazz hands. And I, you can get a lot out of Zoom if you can trust people. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you sure? Trusting people? Trust people. Are your kids noisy? No. And then you can hear, Dad, rah, rah, rah. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Shut the first, up. I think um, last week's Rafa's, my hostone was non-existent. I thought I did a good job. And then when I look back, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I didn't do anything. And it was because before we went on to YouTube, I'd done all the, hi, how are you? How is everyone? This is Tom on guitar. I think I introduced Tom. I hope I did. Anyway. And then when you look at the YouTube, I'm like, literally, hi, <laughs> let's get on with it. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> So I think there has to be a new, so that's interesting actually, there's a new um, sort of rules for hosts. So, yeah. and you, you think that hosts should be saying, right, we need you to laugh, guys. We, we, we're relying on hearing you laugh. Don't be shy. If you've got dogs, kids, whatever in the background, please put yourself on mute. But anyone else, and, and mute and you can jazz hands or you can, yeah and then anyone else we really want to hear your laughter so come on yeah. you know please you know and, I had a um, friend do a gig the other day on it was his first online American gig mm. so he's only used to doing the um, tell a joke tell a joke tell a joke in silent zoom mm. and uh, I had to say your feedback is love you need to put pauses in for laughter it was like oh yeah I was like, that's good feedback, isn't it? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> if Zoom's done properly, you land a fucking joke, people are going to laugh, and you need to stop and let them. Yes. Like, like we used to do. Yeah, like we used to in real life. I remember. <laughs> I find it interesting that people call Zoom, like, say, oh, well, in real life, when we do comedy clubs in real life, I'm like, we are alive. This isn't a recording. I'm we not are, living in the fucking life. Matrix. It's just the back yeah. bedroom. Yeah. I was like, I love it because I don't have to leave the house. I, I have no threat of someone that I don't want to hug, hug me coming up. Having, oh, having a hug. I'm like, this is brilliant. I don't mind hugs if they're people that, I, you know, I don't mind hugging, but quite often they're not. So, I'm not going to lie, darling. You give me a gig online after seven <laughs> o'clock from the waist down, it's pyjamas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will wear sequins so on lush. top. <laughs> And pajamas and bed socks underneath. Everyone, everyone's doing that, I reckon. The thing that's different is you don't see audience this close. You do not see people's no. faces that close. And um, and I've noticed on Zoom, like the other night, some people will sit back and they're you know they're on the sofa, but most people are now. like like we are now. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've like, got their face right up. Do you, I don't know if you follow GMV Comedy on the Farsa book. Is that um, GM G, G and... Oh, G and B, right. Okay. Yeah, G and B Comedy. And he's... Um, it's one of those proper London comedy club places. Right. <laughs> you, know, you know, the proper places where we instantly yeah. feel like we're going to get tapped on the shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was just using the toilet. Um, and I think he tried it an online night and he did like this like 400 word essay on um, mm. if you're going to do a Zoom, you don't just piss off when it's not, you know, you're not on um, on on when it's your slot, you know, and, and you know, have some respect, you know, laugh when you're meant to laugh, mute, da 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 And it's like, mate, you can achieve that without sounding so angry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although if he's listening, I do agree, and I would like a spot for next month. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very much, I'm very happy to get any feedback at all, because this is all kind of a new world, really. But um, I think I bond more with us lot doing a Zoom room. Like, you ruffians have been so welcoming to oh, me yeah. awesome um and i don't get that in the clubs right so what are they like because because of nerves because i know i'm so new i'm mm. like i'm sort of i've still got my tags on new yeah so i walk into the room with prejudices and nerves and self-doubt and i try and interact with people but i think well i can't interrupt their talking and stuff like that whereas I'm glad you brought that up, right? Because I'm constantly thinking like, right, you know, I'm, I'm a worrier. I have anxiety anyway. Like, who hasn't? Mm -hmm. And my default setting from day one has always been 
to make friends. Yeah. It's always, hi, there's a... But there's big people and they, they never want to make friends. Yeah. And you, I spend too much time worrying and go, well, why doesn't that person want to talk to me? Or why didn't they want to chat with me? And, oh, they seem to be having so much more fun. How come I'm not yeah. part of that gang? And now down the line, I, I don't know what the answer is. I've always been a bit like that. But until I got my own gang, kind of my own gang anyway, but I don't even feel part of them, them a lot of the time. I'm all, always... But, but apparently that's quite a comedian trait to feel a bit on the outside. But my question to you, well, my the thing that I've noticed, I'm like, I'm now I'm like, well, why am I trying so hard to be friends with people? This is like, we're all, in comedy, it's like we're all self-employed. Yeah. Most of them aren't employed. We're all seen new acts, open micers are seen as the scum of the yeah. universe anyway, even though yeah. everybody's got to start somewhere. I just want, I'm just, I've just made a decision now to not worry, try not to worry about it. If people don't want to be friends with me, that's their loss. I'm amazing. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, when you, <laughs> when, when you get to, I think once you go past your thirties as a woman, knowing what you should think and thinking what you should think, you're getting closer. It's not until you get to your forties that you're like, fuck yeah. But I know I shouldn't be. Mm upset but yeah my default is sort of like a very much like a puppy going into a room going hello hi yeah. hello my name's lucy um i'm gonna go to the bar does anybody want anything da, 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 da. and then when you get people just go no you're right thanks sir. yeah or even like, they don't even talk to you, you don't yeah even, and i'm not like, saying oh, okay. i'm not saying to the women i want to sync periods with them i'm not saying to the boys mm. let's add ourselves on face um uh, facebook and start a whatsapp group yeah i'm just like just be nice right. mate keep yeah. it light don't be a prick <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's so weird, isn't it? And I think maybe it's because like everyone's come to comedy for completely different reasons, you yeah. know. And the, and what I keep forgetting is we are all different ages. So there's people out there like there's some people who started with Rafaz who were eighteen when they started with Rafaz. I couldn't have spoken to a, someone who was thirty years older than me when I was eighteen. I'd be very much like, oh hello, Mrs. Patterson, you know, when I was eighteen. To like people who are like, you know, because I used to go to um, drama groups. So everyone was different ages, but I wouldn't really speak to like the really older people because I'm like, well, they're ancient, but they haven't got the same, you know, outlook as me or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe they were, they'd been there longer and they were seen as elder states people or whatever. I don't know. It's hard. I try not to worry about it now though, but, um, but it is interesting. And to the point I'm like, well, why do we need to... Other than, um, obviously, we're trying to get gigs, so I want to be polite and professional to promoters. But I have to say, even with that, there are some asshole promoters out there that, you know, and, and somehow it always seems to be me that ends up having an argument with them. <laughs> like, oh, there's so many now that are like, well, not many, but there's, <laughs> but there's, there's some that, you know, I, you know, when you're like, but you're an asshole and you're just using people and you're not a nice person. I can't yes. keep that off my face somehow. No, my fa my my face is so sells me out yeah. every time because I say no, that's lovely, that's fine, and my whole face goes. Oh, <laughs> You're rubbish. <laughs> Pushing my eyebrows down. Stop looking. Stop. Yeah. Don't, don't look distressed. Don't give an opinion. <laughs> do not do not express any kind of emotion. Just. <laughs> I'm smiling, but I've developed a tick. No, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> When I ran through my real life stand on stage five minutes, yeah, I, I ran through it with my amused mooses, yeah, and we were like, "How do I? I do this bit where I'll be doing it tonight. Um, yeah. I'm doing my original five because it's the NHS. I want to make sure it's the, <laughs> the good shit. Yeah, <laughs> but I, 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 I hold the microphone, I lower my voice, and I stare into the audience, and I say, "I'll bury you on the moor, <laughs> and nobody ever finds you." Mm. Um, and we worked out that I can light myself underneath the chin with a torch. Mm -hmm. To make it more Blair Witchy, yeah. or when I threaten to, to when I threaten about sleeping with a knife under my pillow, I can lean right into the camera, and right. and 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 I've got signs I hold up because props are things that you have to carry on stage. They can fuck up, and you've got to carry them off stage. Well, now I can bring up any prop off screen, yeah. so use it. You know, you're online. You don't need to look like you're about to kill yourself. Yeah. You still need to commit to your material. You still <laughs> need to allow for pauses. You still need to work out when to look into I mean, we're all reading off notes. 
Yeah. But you should be able to look up and look into the camera. We are restricted to being from the waist down, mm. but there's no reason why when you say taste and viscosity, there's, there's different things that you can do to improve your performance, even through a webcam. And it's sort of like, do it, do it properly. It's not like, oh, a man walks into a barn, man says, oh, it's long, the long face. You know, stop mumbling. <laughs> yeah, it's still performance. You're, You're still... still performing. Don't be, if, you, if, if you're too embarrassed to perform online, don't do it. So performance skills online. So we were talking about you can still enunciate your words. You can still help give a performance. I think um, lighting is really important and background as well. Because like you've thought about your background very much. Yeah. Visual, visual gag listeners, you'll love this. But check out the fucking wallpaper there. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at what can only be described as it looks like sunflower. It's... Um, yeah, and, and and no one's ever smoked in this room, but it's got that lovely oh, it's nicotine. Yeah, it's got that lovely sort of <laughs> hints of marigold plus Laura Ashley when yeah. she hated herself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is the bargain bin at the back. Right, Laura Ashley. <laughs> if you're going to have bookcase, he'll have a bookcase. But consider the fact that there's going to be your audience. It's like it's like when you give a handout during a class or a mm. presentation you will distract people. You know, if wearing an outfit, I mean, I wouldn't wear this to perform a set tonight because I don't want them to read my T-shirt, want them to listen to me. Mm. Um, so just, you are still performing. And like for tonight, we're going to be trying to raise money for the NHS. I'm going to fucking do my hair. I'm going to yeah. pick an outfit. Yeah. I'm going to make sure it's the set that I know has people in stitches, excuse me. I, we're, we're, it's, You're going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try my bloody hardest because that's what we're meant to do. Uh, but the thing is as well with the props, you know, right here, I've got that prop. Um, when I do my podcasts, I don't know if you can see this, but it's written back to front. Yeah. Because on my other laptop that I use it, my Zoom's reversed. So I've had to write right. it back to front. Right. Um, have a think. <laughs> yeah think about how you come across and how yeah like none think, of that is material that's no. not about a joke that's just have a think yeah and I and I think as well it's worth looking at how other people do it like um I've been very interested in like how did everyone else do it now number one at the very beginning many people were like well I'm not doing it you know a lot of the pros are the ones that are slightly up the road uh -huh. ladder for me were very much like they were. There were some that were, I think, very much. You some were just clearly just didn't want to do it because they were like, oh, they were like, oh no, I I like to I get my um all my energy off the audience, darling. And I was like, this doesn't make sense to me. You say you're a pro and yet you're refusing to make people laugh. There's ways to do it. You, they wouldn't even enter into thinking about doing it. And now I think, oh, these people were worried that when we go back to real life. That they that the audiences would have seen all of their material, yeah. And some of these people have been doing it twenty odd years with the same fucking material that they will not change, um, or are too afraid or insecure to change. So they're not going to do it online, and yet they haven't done any new anything new for twenty years. So they're rusty as fuck. I can imagine. I, I, At the moment, I've got. You know, are, going, are you putting your videos on your Facebook page? You know, Lucy Orchard Comedy on Facebook. <laughs> um, so people are asking me if I'm putting <laughs> my plug videos. Away, on. Plug away. But, but the thing is, <laughs> I've only got a few sets. If I put those smack bang on my Facebook as a video, I've got no secrets, nothing to tell. But that means I still have to do the online nights because if you can find out that I did the um, the nightcap in Detroit on the. Um, 8th of May, yeah. and you know that I was 7th on at 4 o'clock in the fucking morning. Go on, watch my five minutes. <laughs> Judge me on that shirt. I Judge dare me on that you. Shit. But I can't, you know, at the moment, I have to be, I have to do the onlines because I want to practice my craft. I want to practice my material and, and work on myself and my, and my gag. So I, I can't be as fussy as the pros. I don't want to do it. And quite frankly, they're doing a lot of money raising gigs the pros god bless them you know yes. those of them that will do it yes. they're doing it for charity yes but i have not paid money to watch you all do 
90 seconds at the beginning of your set where you go, oh, this is weird. Oh, yeah. this isn't normal. Skip to the end, mate. It's week seven of lockdown. We've yeah. heard this before. Yeah. Come in with the gags and come in hard. Yeah. Treat it like a gig. Do it Treat as you it would like a, gig. a five minute set. Short jokes. Just get in, do it, get off. Stop fucking, <laughs> fucking about. <laughs> oh, it's very easy to be like <laughs> judgmental of other people, isn't it? I love it. So what I'm interested in is strategies, um, like your your career strategy, because I've clearly been doing it all wrong. My strategy when I started, I thought, right, I'm not going to go for pro gigs. I'm not going to put myself out there or put videos up online or anything at all or try and have marketing until I, I'm good, you know, until I felt I was good enough. But spoiler alert, I've never felt good enough at all. And, oh, God's sake. You're, right? so, you're, so, you're so female. <laughs> exactly so I was interested what's your strategy because you're new you're out the gate but you're doing it and you've got lots of stuff out there and I used to judge newbies for doing it and now I don't because I think well if it doesn't work out they can just take it all down if it does work out happy days because there's been so many where it has worked out for them so well, what's I'm, your strategy what do you think of that well I'm going to um I'm gonna I'm gonna use a Scott Bennett term of my strategy was um, BV and AV, before virus and after virus. Right. So before virus, I was going to gig as much as I can. Um, I was going to, I hope they're not listening, but I was going to leave my job. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, my job was I can leave months. this out if you like. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 fuck them, I'm never going back. All so right. <laughs> I was going to do one last song, song where I was going away because I, I did tour in trucks for three, four months at a time, you know? Mm. So you can't do other people's gigs and your own gigs at the same time. And what the dream is to get a Monday to Friday job driving, and then I can, or even Monday to Thursday job driving, and then I've got the weekends for gigs. And make some money before make some money. And that was the equilibrium that I wanted. Wow. That went out the fucking window, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so all I've done is I thought I've got this much time off. I'm I'm gonna be getting a job soon. I've got one I've got my eye on one that I'm looking at, local, that would be able to still give me free time to write and perform. But it's all changed. I'm trying to create a brand. I felt sick even saying that then. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me on Insta. Don't know my name. <laughs> but I think I'm on there. <laughs> I put a picture of my cat well, on there I think that is just such a great, straight away, Lucy the trucker. I'm like, oh, that I held on to. Because I'm like, oh, wow. Uh, there's not really... a lot of us female stand-up comedian truck drivers. <laughs> yeah. Lucy the trucker. You know when straight I meet away. the next one, I'm going to be really catty to her. Like, who the fuck are you? What have you done? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the fact is, I thought, bugger it. You know, I'm on lockdown. There are online gigs. Um, I have an um, hour-long show that I do once a week on my own Facebook page. And um, I've got a coffee, um, those donation images and PayPal thing visible. I should not be even allowed to kiss the boots of people that do this mm. for a good another six months. You know, they're always telling you, you won't get a paid job until you're a year in. Mm. Well, sorry, things have changed now. Mm. I'm not earning. I have a lot of free time and I'm trying to get a name for myself in, a, in an industry that is dead. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. It's not dead online, but the idea yeah. of going to a comedy gig, standing on a stage, doing my five minutes, and at the end of it going, thanks, guys, follow me on Facebook, get out. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. So I have had to go, well, what do you want? Do you want to um, be morald and, and, and restricted and only do this because it's right for you? Or get your cosy on feet first dive in deep and go fuck it let's see what happens yeah. and like with your tv show what are you learning from that what's that been like um uh i the idea of even having regular viewers yeah. <laughs> so people watching it yeah and i get i get people that do they the the, the coffee thing i find is a lot better than um the when you just say paypal mm. you're sort of holding your cap in hand and you're going please please pay me for being funny. Yeah. Uh, whereas the coffee thing is they just pay, pay you, pay, buy you coffee. Yeah. And they just pay three quid. And it's, it's, it's a little bit less dirty. <laughs> yeah, I feel a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. So get yourself a rough as uh, coffee. Um, right. Okay. And 
and and having interaction um, for the Ask Lucy section because I thought, how the fuck am I going to fill an hour? So I made it into one of those like the one shows where I made it lots of little sections. Well, I can talk for five minutes on something, mm. and then I move on to the next section, and then the next section, and I just I just have fun. I mean, for God's sake, I do truck stop review. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> and, yeah. And shoe of the week. Shoe of the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got to do a. I do a village update. I let you know where you can find flour in my local area. I pretend you're all in my village. I pretend you're all next to me. Right. And I present it to the you. If you want to come into my life, you're going to have to learn like how are the swans and cygnets doing on the canal. Yeah. You know, um, what happened at Waitrose this week? Did I punch anyone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because if they come closer than two metres, I am going to knock them fuckers out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's, yeah, it's just, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the performance. Mm. Whether or not people watch it and whether or not the, you know, the, the dinosaurs agree with me doing it, I have to do what's best for me right now. And I'm enjoying it. And I my mother's that. involved. I love and it. And we have such a laugh on Friday preparing for it. I've got a little bell that I hit when I get a donation or when my mother, mother has to bring me a new drink. Oh, um, I love it, Lucy. I really do. I love she's, it. She's, she's put um, a hot water bottle cover on a, on a sweeping brush so that she can do the <laughs> booming shop thing like antiques, um, acorn antiques. Oh, bless. <laughs> I love it. I just love it. Um, and yeah, it. it's entertaining yourself. And if you entertain yourself, other people will be entertained as well. I love that. Because as someone who's been around a while and has had to, and it's probably my own fault, I know a lot of people will be like, yeah, but that's your problem and that, how I've responded to things. Because, you know, there has been a lot, when you're around and you're like, especially around negative people, which I've tried to like reduce or get rid of the people that are negative. It really, um, when you're at the beginning, you're like, oh my God, anything's possible. And then as time goes on, the more knockbacks you get, <laughs> or the more you're like, oh, I'm You've done the entire five minutes there with a fag hanging out your mouth <laughs> and your rollers in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feel like such a like, oh, good luck you know like there was a new the, the same newbie that went on to do really well and I was like talking to her like oh you think you're gonna make it in comedy good luck with that and I think afterwards I'm like that's horrible I hate that but then like I say so many people have gone on to do really well and I've got to look at myself for that because I think I'm a good comedian I think I can write really well so I just think well there's other things going on there well, your enthusiasm diminishes in, in life with anything. You know, it is yes. a downward graph. Yes. And if you start off practically asleep, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we've covered interaction online. I think we've done poverty, um, famine. <laughs> world peace. Just, world a little, peace. just a little matter of world peace for five minutes. I think we're done. Everybody just hashtag, hashtag be kind. <laughs> yeah, be kind, guys. And don't hug anyone. And don't. Oh God, don't, are you in? Are you in Wales at the moment? Uh, no, I'm in Devon. I moved from oh. South Wales to Devon to do my teacher training. Oh, right. How long have you lived in Devon for? Since 2003, I was going to pop pop to Devon, yeah. do my PGCE, and pop knit home. back. Right. Um, it didn't knit back. <laughs> it still hasn't. I still haven't knit back. Um, <laughs> and then my parents moved down after me. Um, so my brother, um, we inherited my dad's house. My brother's in Caffili, so I do have a, a base in Caffili, in my hometown. Yeah. Um, and, and even Phil Ratham and I were saying, he, was, he messaged me and he said, I really want to go to Rafa's when this is all over. And I was like, mate, road trip. Yes. I wanted to point out he's a hashtag pedestrian. <laughs> <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Thank you, Lucy. Woo. Thank you so much for making me feel so welcome. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. That's... It's the refers way. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. Anyway, thank you, Lucy. See you next Thanks, time. Thanks, guys. So that was Lucy Orchard. Thank you very much, Lucy, uh, for letting me chat with you. And um, check her out. She's really funny, uh, especially for a newbie. Um, some great stuff there. 
and especially as our last episode was about mental health i also want to say you know what if you're not feeling it and you don't want to gig at all that is also absolutely fine this uh, episode is more for people that do want to gig or have heard the horror stories and being a bit worried about it um but i'm here to tell you i'm i'm finding it fine i've quite enjoyed it i've enjoyed meeting new people and seeing lots of other acts that i just wouldn't have seen before um because they're now online that's great um yeah it's all good fun it's interesting and also from a comedy fan perspective there's just so much going on online that you wouldn't see normally like taika waititi the director is doing a james and the giant peach reading um community which is one of my favorite sitcoms um which is on netflix at the moment if you haven't seen it watch it it's amazing um they've they've got podcasts and doing table reads and stuff on youtube there's just loads going on at the moment another good thing i think is is like feels very much like we're all in this together and you know what there's no race no one's winning anything so you know don't worry about it chill if you're not keen on on gigging online if you are there is a way to do it so um Right, so it just leaves me to say thank you so much again to Lucy. Thanks again. Thanks also to Dan Morgan for editing and Zach Williams for our logo. Um, I'm, these are coming out very sporadically. I'm not sure when the next one will be. I was I was aiming to do a whole season of the podcast. Um, but now I'm not sure. We shall see. Because um, I'm also going through my own ups and downs. Um, I'm self-employed and currently only doing bits and pieces of work so we shall see but um anyway uh, it'd be great to hear from you give us a shout let us know how you're doing in the quarantine um and uh, see you again soon hopefully all right thank you take care bye